You've heard of BetaShares. You've probably seen the logo on our podcast. You might even be among their 1 million investors. So you can imagine that I'm delighted to say BetaShares is the official ETF partner of the Australian Finance Podcast. With nearly 100 exchange-traded funds, you can go to betashares.com.au and immerse yourself in ETFs and unique insights covering all of the sectors, themes, core and satellite positions you could want. Think cybersecurity through the Hack ETF, robotics and AI with the RBTZ ETF, and uranium with the URNM ETF. The list goes on. To explore the BetaShares ETF range, visit betashares.com.au, read the relevant PDS and TMD on the website, and consider if the fund is right for you. BetaShares Capital Limited is the issuer. Is there a Spotify wrapped for investing? If you want to invest in shares or ETFs, our friends at Perla are more than one step ahead of the curve. On average, people who use Perla invest $1,750 every month. That's what we want to see, proper dollar cost averaging. With automated investing tools making your life simple, Perla investors have well and truly mastered the art of investing small bits lots of times. So if you're ready to start growing your net worth in 2024, follow the link in your Spotify or Apple podcast player right now to discover how you can get started today. Welcome to the Australian Finance Podcast, a podcast for people who want to learn more about their personal finances and get the most from their money. This series is hosted by Kate Campbell from How To Money and Owen Raskovich from Rask Finance. The Australian Finance Podcast is provided for educational purposes only. The information is general in nature and does not take into account your needs, goals or objectives. What that means is the information does not apply to you specifically. So consider getting the advice of a licensed and trusted professional before acting on the information. Kate, welcome to the first episode of the Australian Finance Podcast. Yeah, it's really exciting. Um, it's been been a long build-up, but uh, really mm. excited to have it off the ground. Yeah, it's uh, something that we've been working on for, what would you say, or well, we've been thinking about for a couple of months, you'd yeah, say? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, why don't we just be straight up, what, why are we doing this? Why do we? What, what, are the, what do our listeners get from it and why are we doing it? Yeah, so essentially we're hoping it's a crash course to really cover the basics of finance and really give you the information you need to make actionable steps in your financial situation. And hopefully it's fun, conversational, and uh, you get as much out of it as uh, we do. And we are a bit of bit bit of finance nerds, so um, yeah, we are uh, definitely we enjoy just having chats about money and everything going on. So hopefully you get a bit of insight out of it and. Um, mm. Yeah, mm, I, I'll make I'll make a promise, and I I always see this in finance books. They're always like, "We're going." If you read this book, you will become such a better person. And here's how you're going to do it. I'm going to make a promise to anyone that listens to this series, and I'm going to say, if you listen to this ten or eleven part series and you understand it, you will be able. You'll feel just so much more confident tackling your finances, and you'll be able to come back and revisit these episodes. And understand what people are talking about and how perhaps you can avoid some of the traps. Mm. And when we give you some tips, how you can get the most from your money. Yeah. And it's not everything. It's not a magic cure. But if you actually listen to the episode, take some of the steps out of it and actually take some action, we are really hoping that you'll be able to gain a lot out of it and really improve your financial situation. That's right. Yeah. And it's not about, you know, this series for us too is not about having, you know, lots and lots of money. We'll, We'll have some tips for people that 
perhaps, you know, have debts uh, yep. that might need to get insurance. It's just some of the basic stuff. And then we'll move into things like investing in that. Yeah. So really covering a broad, broad brush of finances. We're not just going to be talking about what hot stock tip to buy, yeah. um, but really, really covering everything you need to know about managing your financial situation. And we've got a broad range of experience. So I'm just at the very start of my mm. financial journey. Um, I'm very early 20s, so uh, it's all new to me. And I've just been sort of getting into it for the last few years. But Owen's got a bit more experience in the industry. Yes, I'm a little bit older. Uh, <laughs> regrettably, I'm, 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 I'm late 20s. I'm still happy to say that. But yeah, it's. Uh, I think we both bring, I suppose, a unique perspective. I think it's also good being male and female that we can talk about different topics that may interest one another, and also that you know I I said I, I, unashamedly I am more of an investor. You know I, I focus most of my time on investing, so I probably will end up talking a lot about that. Um, whereas your strengths are probably like you've got plenty of strengths, and, and some of them might be more personal finance related. But you're also investing, and you've got some great ideas. Like for example, you use a robo advisor. Is that right? Yes. Yep. See, I don't use a robo advisor, so there's so many things that we can talk about where perhaps you're more proficient than I am, and vice versa. And I think that's really good. And uh, just on that, it's going to be just uh, as an aside. Uh, if you can find someone to team up with and, and talk about your finances, whether it's a partner or even if it's just a friend, it's a really good way. It's like when you go to the gym, you've got someone to motivate yeah, you. Yeah, a buddy system. That's right. If you can, you know, get them to listen to an episode and then maybe talk about it together. It'd be a really good way to. to yeah, take and it you all can in. both both start your journey together, and it really helps having people to discuss it with in real life. And I hope listening to our conversation really casually about money um, inspires you to have some of these really casual money conversations in your life with your friends and family. Mm, yeah, I think. I, okay, I'm going to give you the most casual and probably bizarre thing. If, and this is like, I didn't put this in the, the show notes, so it's going to catch you <laughs> off guard. But I play footy on the weekend and I was in the showers at footy after a game. So we're all tired and we started talking about income protection. Oh, how unusual. Random. So just imagine a bunch of guys in the shower at the footy club talking about income protection. And the reason it got brought up was because one of the guys had injured themselves and he was a tradie and he was out for a long, long time. Mm. So just that casual conversation, yeah. talking about how income protection is probably going or could have helped that person dramatically. In, you know, he's got kids and everything like that. So just having that conversation, no matter where you are, yeah. perhaps if you just have a little bit of an understanding, you can really engage. And that's yeah, what and sharing what you learn um, when, if you go out and research and find some new stuff about finance, sharing that with your friends and family could really improve their situation as well and help sort of spark that conversation. Mm. Um, mm. Um, one thing that we should probably do is just introduce ourselves a little bit more. So yeah, we've said definitely. what loosely what we do. So why don't you tell us what you do? Uh, how did How to Money start, and and why you why you like telling other people about yeah, finance? And definitely. Teaching people? So I'm I uh, just straight out of a high school went into the workforce and actually attempted to be an air traffic controller in the air force, which did not work out. <laughs> um, it turned out I couldn't really concentrate on multiple things happening at once in the air and uh, keep all the pieces running, which right. uh, you really need need an air yeah, traffic controller to be able to yeah, do. So after a short stint in that, um, I did come back to Melbourne and I was not interested in finance at all at the time, but I was using LinkedIn quite randomly and just easy apply for a few jobs. And uh, I ended up at an invoice finance company, which is very strange for a young person mm. to be at. And I knew nothing about the industry, but uh, read up for the interview and 
yeah, got the job. And that's where I started learning about investing because a few people I was working with uh, were looking at stock charts and things. And so slowly I started asking questions. What's that? Why are you looking at that? Mm. What does that mean? And uh, started to learn a bit that way and um, then started really researching because you can find so much online. You've got to filter through a lot of it, but there's so much out there. So that's sort of how I Hmm. got interested in finance. And I then, um, so now I'm working sort of at an entry-level job at an investment company just to get my foot in the door in the industry and learn um, about finance that way. And yeah, so how to money started while I was working um, at the invoice finance company, just because I couldn't see much out there for young Australians uh, wanting to learn about personal finance. And I wanted something that I could share with my friends that was easy to understand where they could get started and hopefully spark that conversation. So that's kind of why I started how to money um, mm-hmm. just to make personal finance in Australia accessible for young Australians. What on earth is, what do you say? Financing, it's invoice financing. What is that? Yeah, so it's small businesses. Um, they might have sold a product to Coles, mm-hmm. and Coles doesn't pay them for 30, 60 days, however, whatever the payment terms are. The small business needs the money now, and mm-hmm. they don't want to get a loan from a bank. So they can actually sell their invoice to investors or wherever the money's coming right. from and get the money straight right. away. And obviously, everyone takes a cut, but yeah. uh, someone's right. got to make money. But uh, yeah, it was a really, really interesting sort of crash course mm. into the world of finance and how Especially everything if worked. Like if you're, if you're new and you're just going into that, it's just like a, it's like you're injecting yourself in the middle of this transaction. Yeah, it, That's was, really it was very strange. And uh, I think I was 19 at the time when I was working there. And uh, it was bizarre to say you're a 19 year old working at an invoice finance yeah, company. Um, but I don't know, you just sort of I've, my life has taken a few strange turns and it's just at the beginning. So um, <laughs> I'm excited to see where it goes. Yeah, I, I must say when when I first met Kate, I was I was actually surprised and in a good way that you've actually done a lot and you've experienced a lot, particularly in the finance industry. You know a lot. And I was just so surprised that uh, to learn your age <laughs> and, and, and what you've – I mean, when I was like 19 or 20 or 21 – I was. I don't even know where I was, but I you could. I wouldn't even know what revenue meant. I wouldn't know what a budget is. Like I was just. I was completely at odds with that, and I think it's really good. And I think some of the the, the insights and experiences that you've had will will help our listeners in a way that I couldn't. Mm. So I'm really looking forward to that. I'll, I'll fill yeah, you in a bit, bit on what bit about your background too. Yeah, Owen. yeah. Uh, I'll try to keep it as quick as possible. But uh, <laughs> so. I now run a company called The Rest Group. Uh, let's start at the beginning and that's probably the end. Uh, at the beginning, I suppose when I was younger, like really young, I had this real insecurity around money. So I would worry about, like, I think I've told you this before, but I had this real hesitation when it comes to filling out forms, even like things like it, just filling out the tax file number form when mm. you start a job. Like That overwhelmed me. Like I come from my grandparents are immigrants to australia mm. on one side one of them came from the holocaust another one came from england and i was you know introduced to money in a way that probably wasn't healthy <clears throat> i hope my, my mom's going to listen to this podcast <laughs> i have to be very diplomatic but yeah. i was introduced to money in a way that was, wasn't very healthy and i think you know as i was growing up there was you know i had this thing um you could probably call me a sieve 
when the money would hit my bank account, it would just disappear in a thousand ways <laughs> and no one would know where it's gone, not even myself. But then there was also this point where I got to in my life, probably my, my late teens, where I had to work really hard, go to school, do all the right things. And I realized that I had to save money and it kind of became this really unhealthy habit of saving so much money that I was denying myself doing other things. Yeah. So I interviewed a, a woman named Melissa Brown and she's the author of a finance book that I won't say its title, but we'll link to it in the show notes. Uh, and she says that there's two types of people, people that have, you know, that what we call a miser, so someone that's really, uh, someone that's really tight and doesn't allow themselves to enjoy life, you could say. And then on the other side, you have people who are very frivolous and just spend their money in all different types of ways. I was probably like the worst of both. <laughs> so like I was really tight because I was you really insecure about money. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I was really insecure with money, but at the same time, I was willing to spend it in ways that weren't right. So I got like car loans and all that type of stuff. And it wasn't until we actually have something in common. I just realized like I went to the army and really, ve- yeah, very I brief stint. Yeah, I, uh, <laughs> I, I got into something called the Special Forces Direct Recruitment Scheme. Yeah. And I wasn't there for very long, so I'm not going to be like, <laughs> yeah, look at me, I'm this real action man. Yeah, yeah both but, had uh, short stints. Yeah, that's in right. Defense. But it, it matured me in a way that I, I probably I don't regret mm. in any way. Like it just. Like my eyes opened and I, I realized to get things done, you have to work yeah. and you have to be willing to put in the effort to get a good result. And uh, I came back and I, I realized that there's this thing called finance and investing that was really appealing to me. So I, I, I started to learn about how the stock market works. And I once again, I, I teamed up with a mate and we just picked a random company out of the newspaper. Uh, it turned I, it was some mining company. And Not it turned even a barbecue tip? Not even a barbecue tip. Wow. It was a simple. So we were looking at the Australian Split Financial Review, and there's like thousands of shares on the the page, yeah. and like some of them go up and some of them go down each day. And the the newspaper, because it's like a day behind, is like, here's what happened yesterday. And I, and he was like, oh, maybe we should go for like Telstra or NAB or BHP, like these big companies. Yeah. And I was like, no, dude, you need to find the one that moves the most and buy that. <laughs> and I was like, look at that one. It went up like twenty percent yesterday. Yeah. Buy that one, and it turned out it's this speculative thing. And it was probably like his worst investment, but it was like, <laughs> I was like so happy about it. Anyway, so that kind of like, it's for me in the early days, uh, investing was kind of like a socially acceptable form of gambling. Yeah. Like you can just buy something and look, magic gets us money, right? So that kind of got me started. <laughs> then I ma- started to mature and I started, I got a job. I worked at the Motley Fool and I put myself through a couple of degrees. I finished my undergraduate, then I did two postgraduate courses um and i did something called the i started something called this charter financial analyst course and blah 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 that's all boring but um <laughs> then i got a job in melbourne at a company that researches other professional investors mm. and it was there that i kind of realized that there's really no company out there that serves people that just want to learn about finance yeah. and in a good way so and when i say in a good way it's like it's fun but yeah. at the same time it's it's telling you the important stuff so a lot of the times like you you hear educational stuff and it's like come on like this could be a lot more fun but at the same time the stuff that is fun isn't always right like people try and dress it up and make it sexy and they just try and sell you something yeah and the fun quick investments are probably it's not where you want to be that's probably the wrong thing right so so i I started this company called this website called rask finance and we do videos and blogs just like you with how to money and then it eventually became uh, now we do news and analysis and then we do we, now we give advice. So it's kind of like just transformed and we do yeah. podcasts and stuff. So that's the long story. I'm sorry. I took like so much time just telling you that, <laughs> but I'm sure we'll get some more of that. And yes. I think it adds color to just us sharing 
what we've been through, it adds color to probably our motives. Like there's no incentive for us effectively yeah. to do this. We're not trying to sell you something. We're just sort of passionate. We love talking about it. So really it's the conversations we've been having for the last year, but just yeah. in a recorded format. And uh, yeah. yeah, and we're really, there's so much advantage if you really get your finances set up when you're younger. So I think I just want to share that. And so does Owen mm. uh, with a, as wide an audience as possible, because if you get it, if you put some building blocks in place when you're, young mm. it just pays off for the rest of your life for sure it's the tiniest changes now have the biggest impact on you later on in life mm. and that's why i'm envious of you being in your early 20s <laughs> you've got like eight years of compounding that i don't have anymore which is yeah. anyway but at any age it's still still time you've still got a chance to make a difference in your a- financial absolutely situation. absolutely and i think there's two things there like the, there's the saying that you can the best time to plant a tree was 20 years ago uh the second best time is today. So to yeah. start. But uh, the other thing that I wanted to touch on there is envy. So envying what people do and being mm. jealous of what other people do and how they spend their money is a really, really unfortunate thing. If you fall into that trap, don't worry about like there's a saying that the worst thing, the thing that hurts you the most is your friend getting rich yeah. because you get jealous. <laughs> but it's kind of like the opposite thing of what you should be thinking if you can. And it's hard to, to develop, yeah. but just... Stay in your own lane and, and, and just be positive and, and, and wish everyone else well as well. Because if you start getting envious, then you get down on yourself or yeah. bad things There's happen. always going to be people with advantages that you don't have but um, mm. and different situations, whether they've just got a great job um, that you wanted or they've mm. had an inheritance or anything. Um, you can't just worry about, oh, I can't get there because they had that advantage and I don't just work out what you can take advantage of and put some steps in and you can actually make some changes for sure and you know that's that you know just got to be positive and I think you know it's pretty hard when you you, you're going about your day and and the grind is real like Mm. you've got to work hard but you know it's not a bad place the world if you put in the work and especially here in Australia if if you put in the effort and you know what you're doing and you've got a plan Good things come. Yeah. And you, know, you just got to stay the course. So speaking of taking time and, and good things coming, what about if people want to just get rich quick? Is this the right podcast for people that just want the secrets to trading their way to wealth or something like that? No, no. So unfortunately, we're not going to give you the secret to wealth in 10 episodes. It's going to – we're going to give you some steps to actually grow wealth over mm-hmm. a long period of time. Um, and sort out your finances. But uh, sadly, we're, we don't have the next crypto for you and uh, we don't have the next stock tip for you either. Yep. So, Yeah, and I think that's a, we've, we've, we've come up with a few ideas and one of them is, you know, there's this idea that you get rich quick. We're going to try and help people. We're going to give you the tools to probably get rich slowly. Yeah. And probably not even get, get rich or, you know, people use that word get rich. Yeah. We're going to tell you how you can earn rich. And yeah. I've, is this so? We've written down some notes to this. Obviously, get rich slowly. G R S. Is that actually a thing? I've heard a lot of people starting to mention it online, and different. Um, right. Even some advisors are starting to talk about it now. But it's a sort of changing. I guess rich is what is rich. Rich well, to it, everyone yeah. is very different. Um, you might think rich is a hundred million dollars, but. Mm. Some people will think rich is $100,000. So it's mm. really, I guess it's your mindset and what is enough to you because everyone's going to have different amounts of money that they think they need. But it's more about it's not going to happen overnight and you just put some steps in and 
it's going to be 30, 40 years, yeah. but um, just building wealth over time. And so you're going to be in a really comfortable position later on. Mm. And we'll obviously, you know, we say get rich slowly, but we'll help people speed up that process as much yeah. as we can. Obviously. Yeah, you can we- definitely, um, by starting to learn about investing and things like that, you can actually start investing outside of your super and actually building out, building some wealth that way. So mm, sure. um, it really, and it also depends on your income and what you can put aside, but we'll give you some tips on all of that throughout the episodes and hopefully um, you can get started. Mm, for sure. Uh, it, like we're we're going to talk about like ways to make money and we're going to talk about you know ways to protect yourself financially yeah. as well. But there's something that we should add in this first episode is that what we talk about isn't necessarily appropriate for everyone. Mm. So if you are sitting at home or in the car or on the toilet and you're listening to this, (laughs) just think about that. So think about that we're not talking to everyone specifically. We're talking just to the masses and what we say may not be right. Yeah. And it's and what we say is ba- purely based on sort of our own experiences and things like that. So everyone really experiences everything differently. And that disclaimer that you're going to hear at the start of every episode and you'll probably see on every single financial website you visit, any presentation, any mm. video, um it's really important to sort of take note of that because it isn't personal mm. advice, it's it's general. And yeah. if you go to any website, you're going to see that disclaimer. So it's really important to sort of to keep that in mind it's probably it's probably one of those things whereas if, if you go to a, web, a finance website and you don't see that disclaimer you probably yeah. don't want to be on that website there's some websites out there and they look like they're australian and they don't have the disclaimer there's some blogs like some great blogs but yeah. there's some that really give you unhealthy advice and they're doing it in a way that's not licensed so you should be very careful of that so if you don't know what you're situation is and what you need you can see a financial advisor and we'll get to that in later episodes yeah and also there's so much information online you will have to filter through it but that's how a lot of us get started in learning Mm. about personal finances um is is just by going deep in google and sort of filtering through and learning as much as we can so definitely always always do your own research and make sure whatever information you're finding's up to date and what is in it for the person who's giving you that information is really important. Really important. Um, what are they pushing? Um, I guess there's all days they're saying there's no free lunch. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, what, what's in it for them? What do they get out of telling you this information? So I guess I hope it's clear that we're doing it sort of as a passion project and we love talking mm-hmm. about finance, but I guess we do have uh, affiliations with different sites, my how-to money, and I also sort of I'm working in the very start start of my career in the industry and owen's got his yep. company yeah yeah so yeah i'll yeah. try and uh I, I i mean i'm not here to sell what we do but i mean yeah you yeah and do- i guess we'll make sure we fully disclose if anything we ever mention in the podcast or mm. if i don't know if we're going to talk about shares but if anything is ever mentioned we have some affiliation i hope we're going to be For our sure. plan is to be really transparent so if we have used that product if we're using it if we've invested in that um, just make it really clear what our affiliation yep. or thing is. So that's really important to me is full transparency and honesty with you. 100%. Me too. Uh, you know, yeah. I'd like to think that we don't have any affiliation, but obviously I do have one to my own company. Yeah, but- well, we're, we're all <laughs> and we've started investing in different products True. and yep. different things. So, yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's the that's pretty much like the, the first episode. Is there anything yeah. else you want to talk about? Is there any other topics or 
Um, I think that's sort of the major stuff that we wanted to cover, just the intro. And we're going to dive into so many different topics in the next next handful of episodes. So I really I hope you stick with us throughout this and mm. uh, um, find some motivation through our episodes and really f- see that you you can do it and mm. it doesn't need you don't need to be rich you don't need to be uh, PhD qualified. Anyone can get started with their finances, and I hope we can we can help you along that journey. For sure. That's great. Uh, that's 100% it. If you just stay motivated, that's all you really need to do. Just yeah. stay motivated and obviously keep yeah. your headphones in and uh, <laughs> and we'll take care of the rest. Yeah, just taking some positive steps um, to improve your finances. So um, thanks for tuning in with us for our very first episode. Yes. And uh, hopefully it just gets better from here. Yep, that's right. And, and, and I think it will. I think it's going to get a lot better. So you must tune into the next episode. Yeah. But anyway, I'm Owen from Rask Finance. I'm Kate from How To Money. And this is the Australian Finance Podcast. How about questions, Kate? Can people ask us questions? Definitely. So if you have any questions, uh, comments or suggestions after listening to this episode, please get in touch with us. Uh, I'm... I'm a, I've got a website uh, for How To Money and also on Twitter at How To Money Australia and also Instagram. So mm-hmm. I And I think Owen's on all those platforms as well. Yeah, I am. You can find us at Rask Finance or you can find me on Twitter at Owen Rask. Or you can just lodge a question, yeah, on the Rask Finance website. So. Yeah, and we'd love to hear from you. Um, yeah, for sure. We, we enjoy hearing from you and just talking about it. So please, yeah, send them on through. Are you thinking about starting your wealth creating journey, but not sure where to put your hard earned dollars? InvestSmart can help. InvestSmart offers a free quiz that makes it easy to find the right InvestSmart ETF portfolio to help you reach your goals. Just visit investsmart.com.au and hit get started. Answer a few simple questions about your goals and how much you want to invest and you'll get a tailored statement of advice with a portfolio recommendation. You can visit investsmart.com.au for a no-obligations free statement of advice. This ad is brought to you by InvestSmart Advice, AFSL 334107. For more than a decade, I've been hunting for the best investors and their methods, strategies, and tools for investing. After years in the industry, countless books, a few degrees, and 1,000 podcasts and live shows, I've rolled this accumulated knowledge into something called Rask Invest. If you've ever heard me talk about a core and a satellite, active and passive, true long-term compounding, or you simply want to know exactly how I would invest, now is your chance. Rask Invest is our new investment service, designed for all types of investors who want professional management of their core portfolio at a low cost from a team they trust. Rask Invest helps you automate your wealth creation and passive income. Simply click the link that says invest with Owen in your podcast player to join one of our live platform walkthroughs or book a call with us. You can also view the Rask Invest PDS and TMD and get invested with me.